everybody how you doing well that's good you're listening to an emergency phly flyers my name is bill Matz. i'm your uh therapist for the evening joining me as always my uh, accredited esteemed colleague charlie o'connor and well 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 if you're wondering why we're joining you just like you know an hour or so before post game Cutter Gauthier has been traded. That's right. 2022 fifth overall pick. Cutter Gauthier, the man who just led Team USA to a World Juniors Championship with 12 points in seven games, is now an Anaheim Duck coming back to Philadelphia. Sixth overall pick from 2020. Jamie Drysdale, a right-handed defenseman who will be 22 in a couple of months. Uh, Danny Briere, this, uh, this story broke, I guess, after... After the game began, it seems like the puck had already dropped when I started seeing these reports. Danny Briere met with the media following the first period. It is now in between the second and third. Charlie O'Connor is with us. And Chuck, I guess, uh, oh, let's start with the timeline. What was the timeline of things? Because it seems as if all of the rumors that we heard going back to the end of last season they're kind of coming to fruition here in terms of what I heard Danny Briere say. What was the timeline of Cutter ultimately telling the team he ain't going to be here? Well, according to uh, to Danny Briere, we obviously spoke with him at the uh, the first intermission. Uh, they first heard from Gautier that he did not want to be a flyer after the World Championships last year. He played quite well in the World Championships, and that was the first time they had heard from Gautier that he didn't want to be a flyer. That said, they did not necessarily meet. They did not necessarily think that was the end of it. you know. This is we're talking about an 18, 19 year old kid, and their thought process was he might change his mind. However, it, they they were from that moment on open to the possibility of moving him. Um, you know, I can confirm. I tweeted this out a few a few minutes ago. Um, they did uh, sh- quietly shop him at a draft last year. Um, this was actually a really interesting. It was one one thing about the NHL draft when you're there is if you're just chatting with people, you know, some pretty crazy rumors fly around and. You know, they're more just things you file away. It's like, oh, that's interesting, but not necessarily anything where you're going to run with it because it's basically just like industry gossip. And one thing I had heard was that the Flyers had offered Gautier to Montreal for the fifth overall pick. And basically what the idea was, was that they'll, they'll draft Reinbacher. They knew that Arizona would not be able to take Mitchkoff, and then they would get Mitchkoff with the seventh overall pick. So they basically turn Gautier into Reinbacher and then get Mitchkoff at seven because the only team they were worried about taking Mitchkoff before them was Montreal. So it was like kill two birds with two birds one stone. We make sure we get Mitchkoff and we swap Gautier for another top five caliber prospect at Reinbacher. Montreal said no. Then, obviously, the next week, uh, Gautier doesn't show up to development camp. The Flyers downplay it. I remember I reached out to uh, to Cutter Gautier's uh, camp after that, and they were very evasive. 
Um, so, you know, basically saying like, we don't talk about guys when they're not signed yet. Sorry. And that was it. It was like, okay, well, if you wanted to give me a, like a, he loves Philly. He's just tired answer. That would have been great, but clearly they didn't want to, because clearly I guess there was more to the story. Um, and then apparently they took one more shot at him in, in, uh, in Sweden at the world Champions. And, According to Danny, this is actually something I heard earlier today. I, I had heard this rumor. Um, you know, it wasn't even a rumor. It was from like from a source, but not a source that I would I would run with as the only source. Um, that basically Briere, Jones, and Patrick Sharp were in Sweden, and Gautier's family would not meet with them. Um, so that like, like, hey, there could be something up here. Gautier Camp did not give the Flyers a chance to make their final case. I guess once they got snubbed in Sweden, it was like, all right, we can't we can't keep waiting for him to change his mind. We have to make a move. And then today they made a move. We've, uh, I guess we heard the rumors, and that was the thing coming out of the World Championships when he didn't show up to the one camp. It was like, well, you know, the dude's played a lot of hockey. He was at World Juniors. He played a full uh, college season, and then he went to World Championships. He doesn't necessarily need to be there, this and that, but there were always the, I guess, rumblings that and uh, uh, how founded they were or not. Uh, is he going to actually want to come here? And there was a lot of back and forth. And it was ultimately like, ah, the guy just seems maybe a little tired. But I do credit the uh, I do credit the Flyers for being able to keep this thing kind of under wraps as they have been and getting what I deem a fairly decent return considering it's known that the kid doesn't want to be here. But, man, that just seems like... Um, Listen, I'm I'm unhappy about this, and I'm going to boo Cutter Gauthier for the rest of his career like he's J.D. Drew, absolutely. But this is his right to say, I'm not going to sign there. That's fine. That's, that's on him. But to not meet with the team just seems wild. Like, refuse to meet with the team that drafted you when they're in Sweden. Like, yeah, the Flyers had a couple of guys there, but... Let's face it, you're the reason they're there. They're there for him. That yeah. seems wildly immature. I, I mean, I guess all I can say is that he must have really, really made up his mind that he did not want to be a Flyer. We asked Danny Breyer, obviously, do you know why he didn't want to join the Flyers? And Danny basically said, we were never told. We were never given a reason. It was just, I don't want to be a Flyer. Now, could the Flyers have played this differently? Could they have said, you know what? we're going to call your bluff and we're going to say that there's no way you're going to stay in college for four years and take the injury risk and you will ultimately come and sign with us eventually yeah they could have done that the risk there though and this is a legitimate risk look you're seeing all of the vitriol that's out on cutter Gautier right now this was yeah. bubbling the flyers obviously had talks with front offices where they told them you know hey this is why you don't think cutter Gauthier necessarily wants to play for us so we're looking to potentially move him the risk was if this does come out then suddenly there's no going back from there once it becomes clear that cutter Gauthier doesn't want to become wasn't want to come to philadelphia then he you can't put the genie back in the bottle it's not like he can change his mind two years down the road and say, ah, no, I decided to be a flyer because there will be a lot of fans who are never going to forgive him for snubbing him, for snubbing the city the first time. So, yes, they could have played differently. They could have called his bluff and said, there's no way that you're going to wait out four years just because you so badly don't want to be in Philly. But the risk there is that 
then what if that is the case and then you end up getting absolutely nothing back for him at least in this situation and again i tweeted this out a lot of this is going to depend on jamie drivestone now because by trading Carter Gauthier, you've traded away a blue chip first line, likely to be a first line. Now, whether he's a center or a winger was the debate. We'll see how that ultimately plays out. But you're trading away a blue chip first line forward. If in return, you get back a blue chip first pair defenseman, this isn't that big of a deal. Because then you've got, I mean, even if Gauthier would have panned out, you still would have had to go out and find that number one defenseman. We've been talking about it on the show pretty much since it began. I don't know if Jamie Drysdale is that. The Flyers appear confident that they can turn Jamie Drysdale into a legitimate top pair, if not a number one defenseman. I haven't watched him enough since he's been drafted to have an opinion on whether that's possible. I know he missed most of last year with a torn labrum. I know he played a ton of minutes the year before for them, but he didn't exactly do great in those minutes. But again, he was a young teenager. We'll see. And I do also know that they have a lot of confidence in John Tortorella and Brad Shaw in particular to develop defensemen after what they've seen them do with Travis Sanheim, with Rasmus Ristolainen, with Sean Walker. They believe that they have a coaching staff that can get the most out of Jamie Drysdale. If Jamie Drysdale is the number one defenseman they need, all this really does is just change the need because we all knew, hey, they had to get a 1C. They had to get a 1D. You're assuming Mitch Koff's your superstar winger. If Drysdale is the 1D, now you just need to get the 1C. Not that that's easy, but getting a 1D isn't isn't easy either. So if that's the way it plays out, this might ultimately work out decently for the Flyers. In the here and now, though, it feels devastating because everyone was so excited about Gojay. Obviously, he had the Big World Juniors, and he had that possibility of being that first-line impact center, and now he's gone. Yeah, the the timing of this is what is most devastating to me. Like, the more I keep hearing about uh, his game, and I'm, like, I'm not convinced Cutter Gauthier is going to be what I think Mitchkov is going to be. Like, but he's an all. I think he's going to be a really good player. It's just the timing of this, the excitement that we had coming out of that World Juniors, where he was one of the best players in the tournament. He's named the top forward in the tournament. USA wins the gold. This is very, very painful. He is setting himself up to be, and listen, right now he's in Anaheim. They're going to play him twice a year. It's not a big deal. Uh, But we're going to find out, I think, at some point if he has an actual destination in mind, the way Adam Fox did, where he was just like, I ain't playing for anyone but the Rangers, so good luck. Uh, And he got traded a few times before he opened up this line. Or if it's just like, I did not want to be a flyer, and that would obviously be a lot worse. Uh, just, uh, I want to know though, like, he's clearly setting himself up to be a villain. Man, every comment I'm seeing right now is like, this was, this was Kevin Hayes. I know you don't have information about that, but we've talked about his PC connection before. This is a player that I really, really liked. Kevin Hayes is going to catch some strays here now, no? I mean, look, if let me put it this way, if Cutter Gauthier turned on the Flyers because and I'm not saying this is what happened because I truly don't know if, if Cutter Gauthier turned on the Flyers organization because Kevin Hayes said some mean things about the Flyers to him, like, honestly, that's more on Cutter Gauthier than, Cutter, than, Ke- than Kevin Hayes, because Kevin Hayes had every right to be a little bit ticked off with how he got treated. And if that's really why Cutter Gauthier got annoyed with the Flyers, like, I, I hate to say this, but like, grow up, kid. I absolutely agree, Charlie. We're going to talk plenty after post game. I just have to know, like, 
What when you heard this news, what was your reaction? And right away you were like, oh my god, or ooh, saw this one coming. Like what did you think right away? Well, I mean, my first reaction was, God damn it, I wish I would have I, I would have, you know, been a little bit more on this because I got that I got that that source report around like three PM, I feel like. And it was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Let me start chasing this down. And it was like, shit, I really should have just like called every single source I had trying to dig this up. So it was a little bit of regret on my part. Look, it's a bummer. I, I was really high on Cutter Gautier. And I don't know that much about Jamie Drysdale since he was drafted. I liked him in his draft year. He's a really good skater. He's a right-handed shooting defenseman. At, the, at that time, I thought he had first pair, potentially number one defenseman upside. I just haven't watched him. Whereas for the last two years, I've watched and followed Cutter Gauthier very closely. So obviously, I'm going to be more excited about Cutter Gauthier about seeing him play because he's the guy I follow. Again, this all turns out okay for the Flyers if Jamie Drysdale is a really, really good defenseman. It's just I can't speak to – I can't even have an opinion on that because he's not someone I followed since that 2020 draft. Over the next few weeks. I mean, we're going to literally get to see Drysdale probably this week in a Flyers uniform because he's already an NHL player. He's healthy. He's coming up. They're not sending him to Lehigh. He's coming up. And we're going to get a pretty good idea real quick as to whether Drysdale is someone that we should be excited about or whether fans should, you know, be skeptical that they can actually turn him into a guy worthy of trading away a fifth overall pick together. All right, Charlie, thank you for joining us. I hear Lou Nolan. That means the game's about to pick back up. So I will talk to you after the third period. Once you get done all your Capital J journalism stuff, we will have our regularly scheduled post game. Charlie, that's it for now. And folks, I just want to wrap up by saying, God damn it, man. God damn it. Jamie Drysdale might end up being really good. I believe in this kid from everything I heard about him this summer. I was following the Ducks situation pretty closely uh, with Zegris and Drysdale and their work uh, towards getting contracts. But right now, this really sucks. I'm going to kind of try to gather my thoughts so we can have a, a post game. It's, we're not going to talk about the game a ton. I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to do a lot more of Carter Cochia and Jamie Drysdale unless this shit goes absolutely insane, which at the end of the second looked like was it was a possibility. JP's going to be with me. Uh, we're going to have a good time after this. So tune in after the game tonight, right after the final buzzer for our post game. Until then, my name is Bill Matz. Let's go Flyers. Mm-hmm.